A controversial Chinese meme, New South Wales upsets the government and international students are back. Hello, my name is Wendell Harsey. And my name is Clancy Overall. And this is the Batuta Advocates Daily News Bulletin. It's Tuesday the 31st of November and we'll rip straight in with a controversial story. The Prime Minister has responded to Chinese comments about war crimes with, mate, let's talk about Pearl Harbour then. Yes, a fired-up Scotty has stuck it to his Chinese counterparts this week. The cause of the latest verbal stoush comes after a Chinese official from the foreign ministry posted a very red-hot meme on the internet, uh, specifically on Twitter. Quite full-on, Zhao Lijian posted a hectic photoshopped image of an Australian soldier holding a knife to the throat of an Afghan child holding a lamb with the text, Don't be afraid, we are coming to bring you peace. And Scott being the Prime Minister he is, has jumped on this distraction from our rapidly disintegrating relationship with our biggest trading partner and given it to the Chinese government, telling them to delete the meme because they can't be talking shit about us given what happened in places like Pearl Harbor in 1941. And Dylan Hardwick summed up that sentiment with the comment, Ned Kelly didn't die in the trenches of the Eureka Stockade for this shit. A bit more news from down south of the border now. Federal MPs are furious as lefty New South Wales Liberals unveil energy plan not written by mining lobbyists. That's right. The lefty piece of shit inner city small L New South Wales Liberal Party have once again proven that they aren't beholden to anti-science agenda of their federal contemporaries and have decided to come up with a plan to transition to renewable energy. In a real case of little sibling undermining and winding up the older sibling, the New South Wales government passed laws to build 12 gigawatts of clean energy, roughly equivalent to the country's entire existing large-scale renewable capacity, and 2 gigawatts of energy storage in the state over the next decade. And that's something the federal government is not happy about. And in some news from here in Batuta now, local Vice-Chancellor climaxes after first wave of international students touched down in Darwin. Yes, yeah, quite embarrassing for the South Batuta Polytechnical Vice-Chancellor, this story. Apparently, the local academic who pulls in $600,000 a year at the profit-driven institution was completely overwhelmed and overstimulated when he saw the images of international students landing in Darwin. And given international students prop up the entire tertiary education sector, the Vice-Chancellor, who has spent the last year being quite scared of losing his job, has today lost all control of his reproductive organs when he saw these images. Quite embarrassing there. And our quote of the day today comes from Professor David Goldsmith, the lead author of a paper published by the UK's Journal of the Royal Society of Medicine about Sweden's response to the outbreak. He said, They thought they were going to get this herd immunity nonsense. Honestly, there was never a chance of that being a sensible approach. It astonishes me. I think they were caught up in their own bullshit. Yes, it didn't really work out for the Swedes and lucky we didn't try it here like some high-profile commentators in Australia's largest media monopoly that owns 70% of all market share were suggesting. Here, here. That will do us for today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back at you again tomorrow. Have a good one. Hooroo.